Hi there. Welcome to Take the Stage, the podcast for speakers on the speaking life. We're going to dive into what it means to run a speaker business, how to get booked, how to keep your records, how to create messages that matter and make a difference. I'm Mary Snyder. I'm your host. I'm so excited you're here, and I'm here to help you take the stage. Hello. I hope you're having a great day wherever you are listening to the sound of my voice. Before we jump into today's episode, I just want to do what I always do is remind you to sign up for the email list if you have not done so, because that's where you're going to get some great value. You can sign up at takethestagepodcast.com. It's really simple. I promise not to harass you. I send you about one email a week with just a link to the episode and then something that I hope will help you on your journey to create an incredible speaking career. This past week, I shared the beginning of what I have titled the ABCs of speaking. Every Tuesday and Thursday, I am putting out an IGTV video, short video, no, nothing over a minute and 45 And it is a tip on speaking. We'll start with A, we'll go to Z. So let's talk about what we're going to do today. Today, we're talking about how to create an irresistible opening for your message. Because when you step on that stage, you have a handful of seconds to grab the attention of your audience. We live in a world where people can be entertained with what they hold in their hand. Yep, you know what I'm talking about, the phone that you're probably listening to me on right now. It's an endless source of entertainment and engagement. So if you're standing before them on a platform, you have to be more engaging and more irresistible than what they have in their hand. So let's talk about openings. Let's talk about walking onto the stage. So you step onto the stage. I want you to take a moment and whether this is a stage in front of a thousand people or if this is a riser in front of 10, I want you to pause for a beat. Not long, pause and look at the people you are going to have this conversation with. That's right conversation. It is it is a communication. And you have to do your part because you're carrying the weight of it on your shoulders to make it as much of a two-way communication as you can. So that's all about creating that opening that's going to bring them in to this conversation, albeit almost one-sided. I do encourage you to throw in the occasional what do you think about that? I want to hear your feedback. Can I get an amen? Anything that will bring them into the conversation with you. But obviously, you're there to present a message. It's not back and forth. It's you sharing from your heart. But never forget, it is always about one person. One person you're called to serve. One person that God has equipped you, this message you have in you, whether it is completely fleshed out or it is still bubbling up, 
I like to use that phrase because it often feels like that. The message is bubbling up in your spirit. You can feel it almost churning, not in a bad way, but in a good way. It's coming up. But whether you have a message you you know beyond a shadow of a doubt is your signature message, or you're still working that out, you and the Lord, know that there is a person sitting there that God needs you to share this message for. He has uniquely equipped you to bring this message to her or him. I think it's her. So you step on that stage, you pause, you look around and smile. Engage just with a smile. Here's what I don't want you to do, because I love the do's and the don'ts. So we're going to do the don'ts first and get those out of the way. I don't want you to do what I used to do. Hey, I'm so glad to be here, y'all. I'm Mary Snodder. Now, let me remind you that they have already introduced me. Everyone knows who I am. Somebody said, this is Mary R. Snyder, and she is this, this, and this, and she has this, this, and this, and she's here today. So all that has already been done. But I would step on a stage. Hey, it's so great to be here. Oh, y'all are the cutest bunch of people. I just, I just chattered about nothing. There was no reason for them to engage with me. And for the most part, I lost them. Now, this is pre, this is, we're going to go back pre-iPhone. I know, I predate the iPhone. Come on, y'all. It's only like 10 or 11 years old, okay? (laughs) We all predate the iPhone, but my speaking predates the iPhone. So we had Blackberries. Those were kind of not as cool and not as engaging. But I want you to step on that stage, and I want you to take them right into the story, Launch straight into it. Don't use fillers. Don't talk about, oh, I'm so glad to be here. Y'all have such a pretty church. They know all that. You can tell them all that later when you talk to them at your merch table, or if you just do a QA and a afterwards or just a meet and greet, you can share all those niceties then. This is your one opportunity to connect. Don't waste it. Launch straight into your story. You're going to stand there. You're going to make eye contact. You're going to smile. You're going to plant your feet just for the first few minutes. If you're somebody who likes to stroll the stage, but for that first few minutes, I want you planted and then you are going to drop them into the middle of the story. It's five o'clock in the afternoon. I'm sitting in bumper to bumper traffic when my phone rings from the doctor's office. I answer expecting to hear, hey, no problem. The results of that scan were clear. Instead, I hear, Miss Snyder, you have a brain aneurysm. We need to see you first thing in the morning to talk about surgery options. It was not what I expected. I didn't think people survived when they had an aneurysm, and I didn't know if I would either. That opening holds people's attention. It brings them into the middle of my story, and they understand, oh, she survived, but they want to know why, 
and they want to know how. They want to know the story. I've given them the opening. There's a lot of ways that you can open a story if you just have something that isn't a brain aneurysm to share. I like imagine. Imagine you're jumping out of an airplane and your parachute won't open. What is going through your mind as you race to the ground? It doesn't have to be your story, but imagine takes us back to childhood where we imagined and we played and we did those things. Another one I love is what if, here's something fun. What if every time you opened your mouth, you had to speak the truth? How often would you keep your mouth closed? That's a question that a lot of people will lean in for. So the point of an opening is to let them know you have something to share that they are going to want to hear. In the aneurysm, they want to hear, how did she survive? What happened? What went on? In the Imagine story, they're like, oh my gosh, what if my parachute wouldn't open? What would go through my mind? Taking them through that life comes at you fast and you have to be ready. And then on the what if, what a fun way to look at it. What if you had to speak truth? Because I'm going to tell you, there are some times when people said, do you think this outfit is cute? I would have to keep my mouth closed because I couldn't say yes. Probably the only thing I could say was, well, it's a bold choice of an outfit. But opening a message is your moment to shine. It is the key component. Those first few literal seconds, because this isn't a long opening. This is the the very beginning because we have shortened attention spans. And I talked about that with the phone in our hand. But as we have gone through what we have gone through in 2020, and we have become a more digital society, the average communication, the average message has gone from 30, I believe it was 28 minutes. Now it's down to 18 minutes. And I remember when it was 40 minutes, I used to stand up on the stage and speak for 45 minutes. That seems like a lifetime of time. And it feels like a lifetime ago I did that. Typically now, if a speaker has a long hour, hour and 15 minute message, they will break that up because the audience cannot absorb that much information. Now, let's talk about after you open. You're going to craft this incredible opening, and then you're going to state it, and then you're going to step back from it. You need to have that pregnant pause to give your people a chance to absorb that. Now, I'm going to state that again. 
You're going to give your people a chance to absorb that. When I tell the story of the brain aneurysm, I typically will follow up with, and I wasn't even really sure how to spell the word aneurysm. It gives people a little bit of a laugh and it gives them a breath because it is such a deep and serious subject that I want to give them a breather. So remember you want to, when you open with something incredibly dramatic like that, you have to let them up for air. So give them a moment. So what I would love for you to do, work on your openings this week. Craft just the first two minutes of what you're going to say in your message. And remember, don't introduce yourself. Somebody's already done that. Don't say hello. Just drop them into the story. And I want you to record yourself. Listen to yourself. And not just listen, record video yourself. That's right, video yourself, not just audio. Watch how you communicate. Take in all the things I told you at the top. Pause, breathe, smile, launch. Pause, breathe, smile, launch. That's what you're going to do. And if you do that with an incredible opening, you will have the audience exactly where they need to be to receive the message you're going to share with them. I'm Mary R. Snyder. I am here to help you take the stage. I hope you have a great rest of your day. And I look forward to seeing you on Facebook, Instagram, and hopefully on my email list. You can find out more about all of that at takethestagepodcast.com. Have a great day.